I have the privilege this afternoon at 19 minutes to the hour of 5 o'clock to speak to Daniel Decker. And Daniel Decker is in partnership with Dani Marks, and they started this prayer drive-through ministry nine months ago. Daniel, good afternoon to you, brother. Hi, how's it, brother? How are you? I'm just good. Good to hear your voice. Uh, how's your afternoon been? Been blessed. We're too blessed to be stressed at the moment. <laughs> now, how come you are so blessed? What would you give the reason to that? Uh, I know Jesus as a, my personal savior and a friend. So that gives me more than enough reason to be feeling blessed. Daniel, was there a time in your life when this wasn't true? Yes. Um, when I was uh, a drug addict at a point of my life, I managed to lose everything twice thinking that I could manage manage my own life and realized when I got, you know, God, God has a way of bringing you to your knees. And when you get to that point, he can work with you. And then I had an encounter with Jesus and, um, yeah, he changed my life. Uh, Substance abuse. Uh, How did it start with you? Well, I uh, had a. I come from a, a divorced family. My, my father is very absent, um, so drugs will always be a cheap substitute to love. So what you do is you grab onto anything that makes you feel good, and you know that's just a dark path to go down if you take that route. And I was always craving to fit in somewhere. So the only crowd that really accepted me, which is now obviously looking back very silly, uh, is the people that took drugs. Yeah. And um, and in that case, you know, and then all this, obviously after the drugs stop, you realize they weren't really friends. So, um, yes, so you just destroy your life from beginning to end and you destroy relationships. I mean, my son, my eldest son was taken away from me. My parents took him. Uh, we were pretty much close to being on the street. Um, but yeah, thankfully, God stepped in and um, saved me. Daniel, may I ask you a question in connection with the church? Now, the church, we know it's not the building, it's us, the yes. body of Christ. Uh, Absolutely. Why didn't you find the church uh, a safe haven uh, and rather... Uh, the the other people who welcomed you, as you just testified, into the drug scene? So, I at that point, I thought people that went to church were hypocrites, um, very naive. I don't have a religious background. Um, my parents never went to church, so I was never exposed to that culture. And, um, yeah, I just thought everybody... You know, they go to church, they drink. And what I saw was there was Christians drinking and partying on a Saturday. Well, they claimed they're Christians. They party on a Saturday, uh, shouting at their wives, and then they go to church on Sunday. So I had a dim view um, of of church at that stage, uh, not understanding that uh, there's a bigger picture to it and 
I never knew, well, I never got exposed to the gospel until the point when I met Jesus in the park. Where did you get the money for the drugs? So um, that's where you destroy your life. So because I'm an IT technician by trade, it's very easy to do um, private jobs. So initially the, the idea was I'll take drugs to work later at night um, so that money that I spent by the drugs, I can justify it by the money that I made. So if I spent 300 rand on drugs and I made 1,300 rand at night, my mindset was, okay, well, I made 1,000 rand. It was worth the 300 rand that I spent. Mm. But obviously it escalated and it snowballed into effect where I was working after I was just to cover my habit. Mm. And then the habit went into my workplace. And, I mean, I've, I I repented and I have did a lot of people wrong. Um which I'm still restituting. Thankfully, most people have forgiven me. Um, but God, I know God's forgiven me. That's the important part. And um, God can work on other people's heart. But yeah, restitution is still taking place to this day. And um, But yes, I basically stole, you could say, from, from my employer to cover my hmm. drug habits. Daniel Decker this afternoon, and we're coming to uh, the wonderful prayer drive-through in Waverley. But before we get to that, I want to ask you, how do you react now as disciple of Jesus Christ in restoration and um, going to people to whom you did wrong? And now they are turning around and saying, how do you how, how do you handle this? It's challenging. It is, it's challenging, but the most important thing is never about their response. Yeah, it's about being obedient to what God wants you to do. Good. And saying sorry to them is the response, the obedience to God. What their response is, I don't have control over. Mm-hmm. That's just me being obedient. So it's been very, un- it's uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, by God's grace, you know, people have got soft hearts eh? and they, they appreciate the fact that you're willing to take responsibility for what you did wrong and then uh, try to fix it if it's a financially or whatever the case may be. But it's basically just being obedient to God and not worrying about the result, but just doing what He says you must do. Amen. That's spiritual maturity by the power of the Holy Spirit in the grace of Christ. May the Lord just bless you, Daniel Decker. Daniel, let's get to uh, driving in Waverley. You will get, that's in Pretoria, you will get the prayer drive-through ministry. Tell us all about it. So, my dear brother, Donnie Martz, um, and I have been ministering together in the Peter Humans Park on Sunday nights to the guys, uh, homeless and the guys that pull trolleys. And this one Saturday, I'll never forget, because we want, the Bible says that you need to be the light of the world, and the town is not built, the town's built on a hill, cannot be hidden. And we that verse just resonated with me because how do I do it practically, you know? Um, 
And this all of a sudden, we, we Donnie and I were praying about it. Well, a bunch of us were praying about it. And he got this video from him. Well, in a, the video is taken in America, but he got it uh, via WhatsApp with this group of people praying with a prayer drive through in America. And they were just touching people. And when we saw that, we knew it was an answer for God. And we just ran with it. And you know, I'll be honest, the, the, the blessing, you would be surprised how many people actually need prayer. Because there's no, there's no pressure on people to drive in. You know, we're not trying to force them to us. We're just showing that we're available. And if they need prayer, we're there. And the response is incredibly humbling. Um, it just shows that there's a huge need for it. You say everyone needs prayer. And it's... Amen. It, 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 it brings a, a picture in my mind like a McDonald's or a KFC drive through And I know Waverley and Pretoria very well because Radio Pulpit is situated in Kilner Park, just next to Waverley. And uh, in Waverley, there is a, a McDonald's and a KFC drive through Now, how do you do it practically? Do the car come so, through and is there someone? Or? Yes, so exactly the same principle. Mm-hmm. So um, the where we located at Peter Heman Park, there's a bus stop that you can physically mm. come off the road completely. So we have signs pointing from both ends saying that we want to pray for you. We also state that uh, Jesus is Lord over Pretoria. And then you literally just drive in. It's completely off the road. And um, the people, we ask them for their request. If if the Holy Spirit prompts us to give them a word in season or a word of knowledge, we would do that. And the people stopping there are completely different when they leave. And I just feel in my heart that Christians should unite in these things because we seem to be so divided sometimes. Um, and God just wants us to be unified, be one heart, one mind. And um, as the people drive past, we've got more congregations coming to stand with us, wanting to be involved. Uh, so it's been a huge blessing for us. And we thank God for that in Jesus. I mean, there's nothing to do with us. Uh, we're just being obedient and um, faithful in doing it. It's not always busy. But I tell you, it's always a blessing. I want to ask you a simple question. Are you getting paid for this? No. You see. May the Lord just bless you and Dani Marks and everyone. I see Angelique Prinsloo is part of your team as well. Who are the others? Yes, she is. Um, we, um, my wife, Monique, um, she helps as well. My son, Damien, so I got my family to get involved. Um, we also, it, it comes and goes. We've got a core group that's very faithful. We'll, um, but and then we've got, uh, Desi, who also comes. We've got Um Andre. I can't forget Um Andre. Uh, he's also there every Saturday. So we've got every age group and we've got some Zimbabweans that also come and pray for the guys. So we've got every ethnic group, well, well most ethnic groups. And we've got 
different ages and genders, you know, male and female. So if there's a lady that comes in, the girls will go pray for for her. And if it's a guy, generally the guys will go pray for the guys. Now, near where you are, there's a place called Opiplas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, more or less, yes. More or less, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm so grateful for your ministry. It is such wonderful testimony to what God can do. Uh, Amen. Do you need people to come and help? Can people call someone? Look, the one thing we have noticed is that, you know, when Jesus says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few, Mm-hmm. As soon as you start getting into the harvesting, you realize there's, there is a, the harvest is ready mm-hmm. and the labor is off for you. So we would definitely ask anybody that's willing to come pray. It's not much of your time, um, but we're more blessed living there than the people that we pray for. Mm-hmm. And we know sometimes people come pray for us. Mm. Uh, which is even a bigger blessing, yes. So mm. we're very thankful for that. Um, but yes, always more people, even if people want to start their own drive through, we are more than willing to um, accommodate in some way, you know, with the signage, even be there a few times if somebody if it gets put on their heart. We just want to shine the light, which is Jesus. And the more people that do it, the brighter the light will be. If anyone uh, experienced that the Lord God is calling them, them to join you in Waverley and Pretoria with a prayer drive through, who and where can they contact someone? They're more than welcome to contact me on my cell phone number. Um, it's 064-854-3633. I'm always available. Um, Wait, let's just say it's slowly starter. Zero. Okay, let me say it. Zero six, six four, four eight five four four three six, three, six double, double three. three. I'm saying it again. Yes. Zero six four yes. eight five eight. four three six double three. Eight. Yes, that is. There you have That's it. Zero six four eight five four. Three six double three. I'm saying it again. Can you write it down? Type it into your cell phone. If the Lord is putting it on your heart to call Daniel Decker, here is the number to participate in this wonderful, wonderful ministry in Waverley and Pretoria, the prayer drive through ministry zero six four eight five four three six double three zero six four eight five four three six double three daniel tell me in closing your own family in comparison as how you were a teenager what is your experience with your own family now well this is the beauty of it you know a lot of people get saved from their past like me but my eldest son is 18 now and I believe God has saved him from his future. So he doesn't need to go through it. Um, it's just a different world. I wait, mean, wait, wait, wait. My wife and I. Okay, okay, okay. You just said one of the most important things I have ever heard on Radio Puppet in all my 104 years on air. 
Uh, you just said your son do not need to go into something you went through. Just say that again slowly yes, as a so testimony. He was saved from his future. Um, I, my whole bloodline, the Dhaka men, have all been in rehab for the last four generations. So thankfully I was able to cut that curse. And my son is 18 now. I mean, when I was 18, I was already drinking. You know, I was very naughty. Uh, he is as innocent as they come. He hasn't touched alcohol. You know, he's just a different person. He's just amazing how God is he's already changing. He already changed him. So he saved him from his future. So it's not necessary to save him from his past. You know what? It's coming up to five o'clock. And at five o'clock, I have to read the news. You've just touched so many hundreds and thousands of people's heart with this testimony about your son. And I want you to testify and say it again after that, instead of the news bulletin, I want to play a song by uh, John Starnes, To God Be the Glory, for this testimony. You say that four generations of the Decker gentlemen were in rehab. It stopped with you. Your son, the fifth generation of Decker, is 18 years old, and he's been freed from his future. Just testify that Amen. again, starting with yes. four generations ago. So, I, the Ducker men have been uh, cursed with addiction problems for the last four generations. Um, I've been the only one that found Jesus. And um, so, I found Jesus and he saved me. And because he saved me, he saved my kids. So God saved me from my past, but he saved my son Damien from his future. Lord God Almighty, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless Daniel and his family and the Waverly Drive-Through Prayer Drive-Through Ministry. In Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. Call Daniel Decker if you want to be part of this Prayer Drive-Through Ministry which started nine months ago in Pretoria, in Waverley. His number, 064-854-3633. Daniel, thank you so much. I'm going to play the song. It's five o'clock instead of the news. The news can wait for three minutes. God bless to you, sir. Thank you. God bless. Thank you.